Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Let's Get Real. You're listening to Brenda and Ashley, and today we have a brand new episode for you guys. As we promised last week, we're pretty much doing a little continuation of last week's episode, which was all to do with moving out. But before we get into that, we're going to talk some hot topics. Some juicy things that have been going out this week, I guess. So to start it off, I guess I'm going to bring up Summer Walker again, because last time I brought that up to you. Have you heard the news? No. It's not like news. Honestly, news. I don't follow Summer Walker, so I wouldn't. She's messy. Like, pretty much um, her, you know how she's with London? Mm-hmm. So she's not anymore. She's, like, putting him on blast right now. Like, they broke up, even though she just dropped the pregnancy photo of them and, like, happy couple. Like, he's holding her tummy, blah, blah, blah. Now she's talking shit about him online, talking about how he doesn't give a fuck about his baby mamas and... Like, just slandering his name, which is fine if that's what she wants to do. But I just feel like she's going to get back with him, so she's just embarrassing herself. She's like, I should really out this bum-ass dude at London on the track. I could really fuck up his life, but I'm not going to. For now, LOL. I'm going to just take my L. A whole bitch, she posted. And then a few days later, she was talking shit about him and how he doesn't care about the kids he already has. And, like, the baby mamas are whack, too. Like, just slandering his name. And, like, I just feel like... This is the father of your child, and your kid's going to see this one day. I, I don't know. It's just weird to me. They're always on and off and on and off. One second she's in love, and she's the happiest, luckiest girl in the world, and the next second she's, like, talking shit. The thing, too, is, like, what people don't understand, when you're famous, everyone is, like, eyes on you. Like, they're living for this drama. So, like, I feel like sometimes when people get into their emotions, they do it the wrong way. When you're famous, it's, like, really important to understand that you know, everything is being seen and you need to like take certain things that you're feeling or seeing for a moment and just kind of wrap yourself up and like be in your room, be in your moment, but don't put people on blast because once you put it out there, it's not easy to erase. Even if you delete something, people will remember it. And the thing is like with her situation, she's very likely to get back with this man and I don't think it's worth it because why are you going to talk shit about someone that you're going to be back with and you're going to forgive and forget, but now you look dumb as hell. Yeah, because it's out there in the world and people yeah. know how you feel and now you're back with him, so it makes you look stupid. Yeah, you're talking shit about this guy and his kids and how he doesn't take care of them and then you're going to have him back in your life as obviously the baby daddy and your man and now you look weak. Just like keep your mouth shut and, and break up in, in silence or just say you broke up and get back with him, but don't talk shit. I don't know, I just feel like it's just... It's embarrassing to me. Yeah, that's crazy. So I know, speaking of a baby daddy, I saw this too, actually, now that we're talking about it. Did you see that Kelly Clarkson, her ex-husband, is asking like for over 400000 for like child support and whatever? And I'm just like, for what? Like, their kids are pretty grown. It's not like he's dealing with like newborn children. Wait, who, huh? You know, How old Kelly, is the kid? I think she has two like young kids, probably like, I want to say a little bit under five, maybe like... They're probably two or three. And are they in his custody? No, she has full custody. So then why does he need child support if she's the one taking care of them? Right? What? I'm pretty sure she has full custody or she has majority of the custody of the children. No. What kind of man? That is no. I, I feel like I saw her on my timeline multiple times. I'm like, why do I keep seeing Kelly Clarkson on my timeline? It's 2020. And then I just never read it. Yeah. Yeah. He's asking for like all this money. That's so crazy. It's Imagine being crazy. with someone and thinking they're real and they're and they're like humble and don't care about your money. And then you break up and they're like, I want 400K. 
Future too. Future, I'm surprised because he pays peanuts for his child support, and yeah. he has like five different kids. I think he pays like his baby mom's like two thousand a yeah, month. Yeah, it or was something. something very low. Very for low. Someone that makes the money he does. Right. But then again, I guess when you got like nine baby mamas, it starts to add up. Still, they're your though. kids. It shouldn't matter if you're that rich. And it depends. Like if they're if you're not taking care of them, other people are. And hello, like you need yeah. to feed them and stuff. Like For it's sure. not like he has no money. Like he has money, so why not take care of your kids? No, I agree. I, I feel it's like crazy. If you got that kind of money, then and there again, be no reason. if if your thoughts are that, then don't be having nine different baby mamas. Mm-hmm. Use protection. Use fucking something. Clearly, strap some shit on because you don't know how to mm-hmm. take care of business properly. It's ridiculous. So the big news that I heard actually today that I was like, oh, my gosh, was about Ellen Page, who is now Elliot Page. So she came out as transgender. So she came out. Yes, he's transgender. Um, He's talked about that. He wants to be known as he or they. It was really touching because, like, I know sometimes we we forget to see, like, you know, little things that affect people but don't really affect us because we don't really go through it Mm -hmm. um i think 2020 has really brought light to certain things that we kind of not necessarily belittle but like we don't take into consideration as much as we should Mm -hmm. so he talked a lot about like transgender people and how much they they face and he talked even about like how i think it was 40 percent of trans people um were murdered or committed suicide and how they go through it a lot and you know how he really wants to be there for them and support them and that's why he wanted to come out because he feels like he shouldn't feel ashamed of who he is and he wants to bring awareness which i think is really good Mm -hmm. but i even seen like in 2020 especially because i've been seeing little things about transgender you know black lives matter all these things that have been coming out to light more like it's always been a problem but i think now with people being more you know, at home and seeing how things are really affected, um, it brings light to us more. And again, like I know during quarantine, I remember seeing even Nikita, how she came out with um, that whole attack oh, yeah, of how I, I think it, I think it was her friends or someone she knows of. She posted a whole story about it mm-hmm. and how, you like know, even the doll, the, the YouTubers, right? Yeah. And yeah. how they got attacked by people just, you know, they were trying to live their life. They were walking down the streets and you know, because people felt a certain way, they decided to, you know, shame people and make them feel so little. And I think that is just it's crazy to me how there's people out there in the world that really, truly, you know, don't think about other people's feelings and how other people are affected by these things. It's like you coming out and walking on the street and being who you want to be and feeling free and happy. But other people don't see it that way and i think that is just so crazy to me it's cruel i feel like thankfully the world is getting a little kinder when it comes to that like people are more open-minded and stuff like that but i mean it's not it's nowhere near where it should be i did not see that coming though with ellen page Mm -hmm. uh, sorry elliot page like i did not see that coming yeah that's shocking did he mention if he has always like felt this way has has like has this been something he's been battling his whole life or did he finally just realize this year? He talks about how he feels and how he he always felt like supported by people um, going through the journey. And I feel like it was kind of you could kind of see a little bit of a transition if you're really focusing on him and, and, and his journey. But it's not something you would right away tell. Oh, my God. He already changed his Instagram name. Yeah, it's already. Oh, my God. I didn't see this. 
I just want to share with you that I'm trans. My pronouns, blah, 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 blah. I feel lucky to be writing this, to be here. Oh my God. I love that I'm trans. I love that I'm queer. And the more I hold myself close and fully embrace who I am, the more I dream. Wow. That's crazy. Not crazy, but like that's... What about Vanya? Right? What's going to happen to Vanya? Do you think he'll like take on the role? Or do you think they're just going to... I mean, Vanya is a fucking piece of shit. So I hope they kill, kill her <laughs> off. If anybody doesn't watch Umbrella Academy, like... She's just a shit disturber. She's just always causing problems. She's annoying. Um, her character, like, is just, yeah. I wonder I what wonder. they're going to do with Vanya. But, I mean, no, yeah, because she was dating a whole, well, I don't want to spoil it, actually, but. But, like, then again, this could be something that Elliot's been facing this whole time. Yeah, that's true. So, the next thing we want to talk about really quick before we get into the actual episode is that Brenda and I had our family over. Um, we did it's my immediate family but at the end of the day we're all family because we've known each other all our lives yes that was weird but like you were more nervous than i was i think honestly it was so funny because like before they came i was making sure everything looked tip top like spotless like Like, i remember i ate something and then i was like looking on the side of the counter to see if there was any crumbs oh like when i showed you the other day like when i sit i love when i can see the crumbs and i was looking at everything like is the doorknob like i started lysoling everything i know i felt a lot of pressure and i was being more aware of like okay did i do this did i do that does that look good yeah. what's the first thing i see when i open the door <laughs> I was like yeah. doing little stupid things like that because i was so i was cleaning everything i was literally like dusting the tops of the frames i was dusting the toilet roll holder i was dusting everything and like those are not things you do weekly like you do those like every other week or whatever i was making sure everything was spotless but when they came over it went really well we had like tacos um I it cooked. actually went better than i expected it, it went to be. well like everyone was comfy everyone was impressed the mood was really cute like they were happy with the place it was it was nice i liked it it was i enjoyed it the food was freaking blast it was, bomb. It was really it was so good. good we made ta- well i'm <laughs> i made tacos um brenda got lucky she was gonna clean and then my mom just cleaned everything for some <laughs> reason she just wouldn't stop washing dishes she i was did. just like wow like she really did her thing in the kitchen i was happy about and that the too said those were good. oh yeah my aunt brought food and then my sister unboxed her little christmas present no not christmas um her birthday present it was nice cake. yeah that cake that i don't cake know about was that good. cake Ugh. i thought it was delicious it was gross but i don't fuck with cake but anyways so that was our first experience having our family over after moving in together her family's gonna come over too yeah um, to figure that out but we do want to talk about moving out a little bit more because last week we shared our experiences. This week we're just going to give advice. So, yeah. We're going to talk about things that we didn't have time to talk about towards the end of the episode of our f- part one. So we're going to kind of make a part two of it. So we're going to share 10 tips that we think you need to follow to make the best moving experience for yourself. And then five tips if you're going to have a roommate that we really suggest you think about. Tip number one. Okay, so this one I guess I'll talk about because I experienced um, apartment hunting and Brenda didn't really because we just moved within the same building I had already been signed on to. So what I suggest when you're looking for apartments is obviously dedicate a whole day to doing it. What I did is I like did my marketplace on Facebook searches. I did my Kijiji searches, all those rental sites. Um, you can get a real estate agent if you want, but the best method for me was literally going to the area that I wanted to live in parking my car somewhere and walking in and out of every single apartment building, talking to the property manager, asking for an application, asking to tour a unit, doing all that. Once you do that, 
it's very important that you do your research on the area you scope out the tenants see what the what the crowd is like there if it's safe see how the property manager is and ask about things like bugs if they have ac or heating little things like that that you might not think about you got to ask that and lastly my advice on that would be check out the site renterandnot.com look up the address of the place and see the reviews on that place or just look up the address and look at the google reviews of that place you will find it a lot i remember there's this one unit that was like amazing it was like park lawn which is like close to downtown toronto beautiful beautiful price everything looked great i looked up the fucking thing like on rentsornot.com and on google reviews they had roaches they had crackheads that would go into the building and hang out in the lobby and try and get upstairs um most of the units didn't have windows so there would be like one window for the whole unit and it was small in the in the hallways people's bed bugs would get into people's rooms and there was lots of bed bug problems and the property manager would never fix any issues you couldn't get a hold of them that's crazy they wouldn't answer emails they wouldn't answer calls they were never in office and i was like holy shit it was bad so do your research that's my biggest tip do your research on the area you want to live in it's funny because actually when um we were looking at this place i did the same thing even though i i knew you you already had experience in this um building but I remember going home and going on Google and seeing the reviews and reading How them. How were they? Were they good? Yeah, it was actually pretty good. I yeah. think we were at like a 4.5 or 4.7. Mm. It's a great building. We were really close to a five star. So Really good manager. And I even compared it to my boyfriend's unit. And we actually had a higher rating wow. than he did. And he but a more. lot of people said that the best thing about his building was the location. Which I don't blame because he literally has... Shoppers, food, basic, Dollarama, all the like necessities, like literally within steps. Steps, not even minutes. All we have is Little away. Caesars and fucking Subway and Hasty Market, and even that is further. The shoppers too, and the no frills. Like it's not. It's close, but like it's a walk. If you don't have a car, you gotta walk at least ten plus minutes everywhere. Which is like a block or two. Yeah, but like when you got lots of bags in your hand, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Once you have a car. Even, like, a two-minute drive seems like a lot yeah, of work. Yeah, but it's a lot longer. I remember I was going to walk to the No Frills. I looked up the walk with my friend. 36 minutes. 36 minutes to I walk like, there? I was like, what? Yeah. No, that's 36 crazy. Minutes. 36 minutes for maybe, like, short leg person. You. <laughs> <laughs> tip number Disrespect. two. All right. Tip number two is pile things up to save money later, which I think is super important because there's little things that you realize you don't necessarily – want to spend money on and you can buy them little by little so that you're it's not like you're spending two three hundred four hundred dollars when you go to you know your dollarama or your walmart or wherever you get like your little necessities the thing is like this is obviously for people who have the luxury of knowing when they're moving some people get kicked out have no yeah notice all that stuff obviously if you can't make that happen it's not a must but it will make your life easier like you're gonna think you're gonna spend one thousand dollars on your move for example you'll spend more but let's say you think you spend one thousand you'll end up spending two thousand so start stockpiling things that your parents don't need or if you're at marshall's or winners and you see something on sale buy it months in advance so that when you move you have a pile of shit that you could bring with you and you, that there you go now you're saving five hundred dollars it's true and when you think about it a move itself takes at least two to three days to process mm -hmm. that you're finally okay you're you're relaxed everything's adjusted everything's moved everything looks great and during those three days you're gonna need food you're gonna need spices you're gonna need sponges to wash your dishes and those are little things that saves you a trip that yeah. feels like eternity having to go 
while you're doing a whole ass move. Yeah, trust me, like, you want to minimize as much as you can because moving is a bitch, especially when you're doing it for the first time. I remember I started buying things, like, five months in advance. I bought my vacuum early. I bought my, um, you know that thing that we put the dishes in to dry in the second half of the sink? I bought that, like, two months earlier, like, a bunch of things. I was just buying because I saw it at the store, and I was like, you know what? I'll buy it now so I don't have to buy it in a few months. And then it worked out. It helped me a lot. So And it feels better to buy things when you're still living at home mm-hmm. because you don't have to think about, oh, I'm going to have to pay rent and then buy oh, these yeah. little things because honestly, all of these things do add up and you feel like they don't. But then when you start to see like your account, you're like, holy shit, like why did I spend so much money? Yep. Tip number three. This one is not a must. I understand not everybody has money saved up, but this is really recommended. We recommend that you have like at least $8,000 in your savings. And this is why. You're going to have to pay a lot. You're going to have to pay first a key deposit. Month. You're going to have to pay first and last month. You're going to have to pay for your parking most likely. You're going to have to pay for all the stuff that you're buying to move. That could mean a U-Haul. That could mean gas in your car to go back and forth with the moving stuff. That could mean a lot of things. You're going to need thousands. Yeah. Definitely have that money saved because not only do you have a lot of costs in the first month of moving out, but you also don't know what the fuck could happen at any point. Like a whole pandemic hit and nobody expected that. What if something like that happens or what if your pay is less than you expected? What if you're injured? You can't work for a month and you need your your emergency money in your account to pay you. It's really hard to live paycheck to paycheck, especially when you're first adjusting in those first months. So try to have money saved so that you don't screw yourself over. Yeah. Tip number four, marketplace and thrifting should be your best friend. I'm telling you, Mm -hmm. again, saving is so important because, again, we don't think that little things will add up, but they do. And furniture is fucking hell of expensive. Also, when we say marketplace, we mean Facebook marketplace, which is pretty much the new version of Kijiji. Yes. It's actually better than Kijiji because you can see who you're meeting up with. Yeah, you can see your mutual friends. You can see their face, where they went to high school. Like, you can see everything. Like, tell them how much our fucking couch was. Honestly, 50 fucking dollars. So nice. Beautiful, nice couch. Gray, brand new couch. It has second piece for the sectional. We got a $20 giant ass mirror. We got our table. We got our chairs. $15 TV stand. TV console. We got so much. Even like when I moved last year, a lot of my stuff is from Marketplace too. The couch, both of the couches we're on right now, Marketplace, brand new condition. So go on Facebook Marketplace for big things and go to the thrift store for decor. And then anything else you need, go buy it at Struck 2 by Kia, whatever you want. But try to do your first trips secondhand. Yeah. For your first move. Obviously, if you're like buying a home, you want to buy nice stuff. But like for your first temporary apartment rental and that's the thing too people don't understand that when you rent moving furniture is a a lot of work it's so So if you know you spent 50 dollars on it and you're trying to sell it for 20 bucks it doesn't feel bad yeah but when you spent like a whole ass 800 dollars on a couch and then you're trying to sell it for like 30 dollars that hurts a little part of your heart it hurts do it do it the right way anything else you need go to fucking ikea cleaning supplies dollar store kitchen things dollar store i love to cook i love cooking and i cook well and i still use like dollar store fucking um things like uh what are they called uh, utensils and stuff like yeah. ikea and dollar store because they have brand names there they have betty crocker there so just do it the right way for your first move when you have a more permanent situation then you can invest in it agreed 
Number five, estimate total expenses before signing the lease. So as we mentioned, have your savings, but like before you figure out and make the decision if you want to move, figure out how much it's going to be. Because if you make $2,000 a month, you need to see how much it's going to be. You need to think about parking, hydro, AC, heating, rent, all those things. You don't know what's going to be included and you need to budget everything and see if you can truly afford it. Plus what, like groceries? Yeah. Again, these things add up. So yeah you want to make sure you have the money to pay for these things right Mm -hmm. um i know for myself i did the same thing i remember opening up a a tab on my laptop and just jotting down okay this is how much my cell phone bill is this is how much internet will be this is how much this is this is how much this is and then you want to really write it down to make sure that you're putting that effort to also while spending all this money on things that are not necessarily yours but it's your permanent life now well Mm -hmm. not permanent life but it's your life now that you are also putting money aside for your future, whether it be going back to school, whether it be buying a house in the future, whether it be buying a new car. Like you want to know that you're also putting money aside for things that you're working towards and you're not living paycheck for paycheck just to pay for someone else to get rich off your money. (laughs) Yeah, like you can't just say like, oh, I'll just figure it out when I move. You need to figure it out and then make the decision if it's possible for you or not. Yes. Now, number six, number six, give your parents notice. Let them know what your plans are. Let them know how you're planning to do it and what your next move is. Because I'm telling you now, it's not easy. Do it the right way. Like, even though my decision was kind of based off what my parents told me to do, I didn't tell them I was signing the lease until the day before. And that did not go well. And it really, like, my relationship with them was not the best for a few months because I fucked up and I didn't give them notice brenda did it the right way i did but i feel like i also gave them too much notice (laughs) you gave them a lot of notice but it was the right way to do it because then they were able to like but then i felt miserable for a whole ass month my emotions were like like a roller coaster i remember the first day that it really sunk in i came to your house and i was crying and i was crying and talking about like all these life changes and the emotions that were running through my head and all these things that people were saying to like bring my energy down and i was just like what the fuck Mm mm-hmm So I think give them enough notice where if you think it's going to go south, at least you don't have to deal with it for too long. But also don't just be like, hey, I'm packing up. By the way, in two weeks, I'm like leaving. Yeah, that's not the way to do it. If you want to keep a good relationship with your family, you have to do it the right way. Yeah, I think it's also based on the relationship you do have with your family. Yeah. If you're close with your family and you live with, you know, immigrant parents or old school parents who really want you to leave the house and s- once you're married, then maybe give yourself some time to pace yourself and tell them in a very sensitive matter. Yeah, like it, it really, you'll know what's best for you, but if family matters to you and it's something that you know they want to know, then do it the right way. Tip number seven is maintain your cleanliness so you have less to do. So brenda and i clean weekly but overall we're really clean people so like this means we wipe the counters down and we do little weekly like every other day like one of us will like sweep i've noticed like we just do a quick little sweep and we wipe everything when we use it we're just not messy people so when we do our thorough clean it's not disgusting it's not hard we just clean and then we move on because we maintain it yeah the big thing on keeping your place clean is just finding a routine 
So knowing, okay, once you're done eating, clean your dish. Yeah. Once you're done using the counter, wipe it down. Because the more you let it like pile up, the harder it is to do these things. And if you kind of tell yourself, okay, you have to do it or make it a known thing that your body just needs to know it has to get done, mm-hmm. then it won't really feel like it's something you're doing. It's kind of like locking a door when you get inside the house or putting on your shoes before leaving. It becomes yeah, a routine becomes that doesn't routine. feel like a chore. Exactly. Like it becomes difficult when you haven't cleaned in s- six weeks and you're now like scraping grime off of the the toilet bowl because you haven't scrubbed it in six weeks. You know what I mean? If you do it weekly, it's going to take you one second. But if you do it every six weeks, it's going to take you half an hour to get that grime out. Exactly. So just maintain it because it's going to make your life easier. Trust me. Just be clean. Don't be one of those people that have fucking rings around their toilet of brown. Have you seen those people? There's so many people that are our age living like that. You go to their bathroom and it's just fucking a brown ring. That's disgusting. Disgusting. I, it's so embarrassing. I don't know how people live like that. I think overall we're both two very clean people. Yeah. So I think it works well with with us because you'll, you you just, it's just, it works well. If we weren't, like if you weren't, I don't know what I would do. I would just clean 10 times harder. <laughs> Oh, my God. Nah, if I were you and I felt like I wasn't clean enough, I would have moved out with me because it's, it's hard to pick up after another person. I, yeah. I personally couldn't do it. I like how our system is. I love how we have shared responsibility and shared chores or both very, like, very clean people. So I know, like, we're not the type of people to miss a spot or to be like, oh, yeah, you need like, to go I over trust. that. I don't, I don't look at your fucking cleaning job and inspect it yeah. like my dad used to do to me. <laughs> I just trust, like, okay, Brenda, Brenda's got it. Okay, so the next one is, oh, God, do one big grocery haul and then your next trips will be cheaper. So I say this because my first grocery haul was like fucking 200 something dollars. And after that, my groceries were $30 weekly or biweekly. So the first run that you do, be prepared to just buy all the things you need, condiments, sauces, spices, a bunch of meats on sale to put in your freezer. And then you just top it up every couple of weeks with your with your produce and your eggs and your meats yeah pretty much that's and all you really have to do the thing is when you don't necessarily live with your significant other and you live with a roommate who's like a friend of yours or a family member you can do weekly grocery shopping at your parents place you can oh my god we literally brenda and i went grocery shopping at my parents house because my mom stocks the fuck up you would think like she's been stocking up since before the pandemic she's not one of those annoying people like we have four one two three we have four freezers at home yeah four freezers two fridges we two have pantries. two pantries and then a third one that like has half of the stuff in there it's stocked like we came home with like two packs of bacon meat chicken oh um, i bring shrimp noodles i get pasta there crushed tomato we get a lot like between yeah. our parents houses so do that if you have my the parents luxury too yeah like one thing i really get at my place because my mom stocks up on teas Ooh, like those really? nightly teas that's why i have two in there oh, i wonder where you have the medicinal teas i was like yeah oh, okay, my, those mom, are expensive. my mom is super like organic and she yes. likes very like vegan organic things and i don't have that kind of money so those things are expensive i just say hey you have four of these let me take one you know what my mom always does she over she always overbuys avocados so if you ever see like five random avocados it's because i go home she has five that are about to go bad and then in the bowl she has five brand new ones so then i say can i take these old ones she's like yeah take them no one's gonna eat them and then i take them home it's beautiful i take all the stuff that's about to go bad and i bring it home 
that's why sometimes you'll just see random things in there that it's just which technically you're doing them a favor because then it now it doesn't go to waste exactly yeah exactly it's the same thing with me me. when i slowly start seeing things at my parents place that i'm like ah, they're not gonna eat this and Mm -hmm. i'll look at the date and i'll be like it's good for another two weeks i'm just gonna take it home because two weeks is a long time <laughs> well, but they won't have it. They're always at work. They won't see it. But a lot of times, like I'll ask them, like, "Hey, like, are you guys gonna eat this? Because if not, I can just take it to my place." Yeah, but and like along that really does help. Along with that one, by the way, guys, like also try and budget. Like, give yourself like, I'm gonna go to the grocery store. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend thirty five dollars and spend that money. Like, don't be buying cinnamon toast crunch if you need fucking like I don't know green pepper. You know what yeah. I mean? If you need essentials don't buy luxurious items like buy what you need and keep within your budget and you'll be okay it's when you start overbuying things that you don't need that you're going to see your bank account go down exactly so number nine is declutter ahead of time so you have less to pack yes 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 very very important honestly decluttering is one of the biggest like things you always try to leave for last because it's something Mm -hmm. so annoying that you can't be bothered to to do before you move worst like and the thing is, when you pack, you will never realize how much shit you have until you start packing everything up. And you're like, do I need this? Do I need this? Do all that a couple months ahead. Do it again. And then when you pack, you're going to end up getting rid of stuff. And the first thing I suggest you to do is that freaking drawer, that closet, that yep. bag, whatever it is. Because I know everyone has that one motherfucking place in their full house of shit. that's just full of random shit. Papers from high school. Mail. Gift cards that are zeroed out. Old birthday cards. Bobby old, pins. Yeah, just a bunch of like <laughs> old things that you just literally keep piled up in that freaking drawer, that freaking something. And he's like, why do I keep this shit? Like, why? Throw it out. Throw Throw it out. out. Get rid of that shit. You don't need it. And get rid of that sweater that you've had for six years that you haven't worn. I don't care if it's your favorite. Get rid of it. Get a box of clothes. Bring it to Play-Doh's closet or whatever you guys have where you live and sell it. Sell it on Depop. And then the rest of it, just donate. Just get rid of your stuff and declutter. And you keep telling yourself, like, I'm going to wear it next week. I'm going to wear it when I lose weight. I'm going to wear it when... You're not going to wear it. You're not. You're not. Let's face it. You haven't worn it for a year. You're not going to wear it. I should really take my own advice. I have so much clothes I need to get rid of. <laughs> but I have a box in my closet that's, like, ready to go to play those closet. Lastly, for our moving out tips, and then we're going to do roommate tips, um, make a list of everything you need. So what I mean by this is make a list. Okay, walk around the house that you live in and look at all the things. I'm talking, like, everything you can think of, down to towels, down to dish towels, a loofah, knives fucking can openers little things you don't really think about make a list of all the things you need to buy categorize it by store dollarama or dollar store whatever you have ikea walmart and figure out all the things you need to buy because i'm telling you you can't just go to walmart and shop around and think you're gonna know what to buy you need to make a list you need a brita but not only do you need that you need a brita filter you need little things that you don't think about you just need to make a fucking list because there's so much you need to buy and you're gonna make six trips to ikea and walmart and the dollar store honestly thank god for ashley for buying all the little yeah things already. Like I, you already came in plates <laughs> knives cups everything was ready for you dish towels beautiful cleaning supplies but next year no next year you have your boyfriend <laughs> you know brenda's lucky the beauty of walking and starting a life with someone who's already started their life yeah literally that's what it is um but okay so so guys we're gonna do the roommate one too but i just want to say that 
we're going to put everything on our social media. So on our Instagram, you're going to see one slide is going to be like the 10 um, tips we have for moving out. And the other side is going to be the tips for roommates in case you guys want to refer back to it without having to listen to the episode. It'll all be there. So these are more tips of moving in with a roommate. This can be your boyfriend. This can be your friend. This can be your cousin. This can be your sister. Whoever you're moving in with, even if it's a stranger, um, make sure that you consider these things. Number one is have ground rules before moving in and be realistic. Be open about your flaws. Let, let them know what your expectations are. Let them know how you feel, the type of person you are. Get them prepared because you might think you can be a different person, but when you move in with that person, you want to be your true authentic self. Yeah. And if they can't accept you for that, you're going to have problems. For example, Brenda and I had a date where we said that we're going to write a list down of all the things that we expect our pet peeves and annoying habits we have and then we brought it to each other before we fully made the decision of moving out and like we had to be honest with each other i told her the things i do that's annoying like fucking leaving shit open all the time <laughs> i didn't understand <laughs> it didn't until i it. saw it but you at least you could say that i warned you you like, did you did and i told her the shit that i hate and she told me all the things that you know things that could potentially cause arguments we put that all on the table so that we can avoid future arguments like, you need to be very open. If you know you have an annoying trait about yourself, just tell them because they're going to figure it out eventually. Give them a heads up and learn how to deal with it ahead of time. Yeah, I think it's very important to really understand the person that you're moving in with because, again, you're living with that person. Mm -hmm. Like, they're there 24-7. Well, maybe not 24-7, but they're there for a good chunk of the time. And, again, usually leases last a year, so that's 365 days. Guaranteed with another person. Right? You don't know what could happen in that year, but you can prevent a lot of situations from arising. Like, what was the other... What were the things that we told each other that, like, we are annoying traits? I remember one of your annoying traits that you told me was that you're just fucking annoying. I am. Like, I can be really annoying. And I feel like you've already noticed that. (laughs) Not so much. Especially when I'm in your room... Because when Ash is in her room, I know that's her alone time. And she likes to be in her own zone. Don't go near her. We can talk. But that's her her time. Yes and no. Like, I feel like you were more annoying to me when I lived on my own. Because, like, I don't know. Like, you did more annoying things. Like, you fucking cuddle me on the couch all the time. Just, like, you'll back up. But now you don't really do that stuff as much. Like, you're not as annoying. I think it's also because I see you all the time. Yeah. So I don't want to, like, step on your toes too early. What year. was mine? I know mine was the opening, the leaving shit open. What was leaving the other one that I said? I gave you a list of things. I said I was, like, really, like, nitpicky. I was really particular. Yeah. Which I am. I'm very particular. But those are, like, the main ones. So, yeah, things like that, guys. Like, just, like, be honest with yourself and with your roommates. Um, the next one, this is, like, a really important one, I feel which is something we also did. We did all of these. Divide your chores before it causes an argument. Brenda does the floors pretty much for the most part, does all the floors and... Um, brooms, mops. Yeah, brooms and mops. And then she does the dusting on all the like Dusting, stuff. Windex. Yeah, in the living spaces. We both do our own rooms. I do the kitchen and the bathroom, which is really intensive stuff. So it, it really does, to me, it levels out because you have more surface area to cover but it's easy. I have small surface area, but it's like scrubbing it's work. scrubbing and all that shit. So it, it levels out. We do our own rooms and we haven't thought about cleaning at all yet. I mean, it's only been a month, but no, I, to be honest, so I think it's pretty fair. Like, it's I fair. think like it's like you said, I have big services, but there's not a lot of like scrubbing and getting on my knees. But yours mm-hmm. is smaller spaces, but you really got to get in there. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think it's fair Obviously, there's going to be times I'm like, what if I'm fucking sick and dying? I'll tell Brenda, like, listen, like, 
I can't clean this week either. Let's just leave it for the week. Or if you want to pick up on it, you know, Mm -hmm. like you can find ways to make it work if you're on vacation, if you're sick, but just talk about it. So number three is talk about your potential guests before moving out. So this one is important, especially if you're moving out with someone who has a significant other. Mm -hmm. If you're single and your roommate has a boyfriend, there's going to be times where you might feel like a third wheel or you might see too much PDA or things that make you feel uncomfortable. So it's important to know what your roommate's status is and the type of people that they will be having over Mm -hmm. maybe not every day, but maybe once a week or every now and then, because again, you might have a problem with having people over. Maybe you're the type of person who just likes quiet and peace. Exactly. And like, if you're someone that you know that you want to have your boyfriend over really often, you need to tell them that ahead of time, because if you don't, you're either going to piss them off with how often he's there, or you're going to resent your roommate because you feel like you can't bring him over. Because you yeah. didn't communicate it. You know what I mean? So tell them and let each other know ahead of time when someone's coming over. Figure out how many people you think you'll be bringing over. like, And just talk about it before you move. Because if you don't, you're going to surprise them. And it's just not fair. Like You need to get that out there on the, like before you make the decision. Yeah, agreed. The good part with us, too, is we both have boyfriends. And we're both very respectful about like when they're over, when we see them. We give each other heads up. So like... If Ashley really doesn't want to be here when I'm here with my boyfriend, then she'll know, okay, maybe that's the day I'll go visit my parents or go visit my best friend or whatever it may be. But for the most part, I feel like that's never been an issue and we're both pretty much on the same ground with that. Exactly. It works out so far. Number four is make sure you and your potential roommate have compatible personalities. So if you're an introvert and they're an extrovert, it could work. But if you're someone that hates people a lot, and there's someone that's constantly pre-drinking to go out to the bar or having a bunch of friends over to have a wine night every freaking weekend, stuff like that. They're loud. They play music, but you just want to read in your room in silence. You're not going to work out like this. is. You're just going to end up hating them after a year. So you need to have compatible personalities. If you're both dirty, live in a mess together, like fucking call her daddy girls. Alex and Sophia, they always talk about how they were both disgusting slobs. They worked out. You and I are both clean. We work out. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But um, just make sure you guys are compatible because you don't want to hate your life or hate that person. Facts. This is the most important one, Brenda. This one, uh, this was on your list. This was your number one thing that you needed on your list, remember? Yes. Number five, a big one for me and a key one for me, which is have strong communication. Talk Mm -hmm. about what it is that's bothering you. Talk about what you expect in a person And just be straight up honest because sometimes I know it's hard to say certain things, but if they don't know, they can't fix it. And that's where communication comes. Communication is key. Key. Whether you live with someone, whether you're starting a relationship, like you, people can't read minds. And if something is bothering me, then I need to talk about it. For myself, I know there's one big thing I struggle with and it's being honest and open about certain things. Mm -hmm. But I've learned that Maybe if I don't feel comfortable enough to talk about it at that very moment because I'm like mixed with emotions, bring it up later on because they're not going to know. It's like I said, they won't know. They can't read your mind and they won't know unless you tell them. Exactly. Like, for example, that bag that you leave at the front, like Brenda asked me, is it okay if I leave my bag here because I have to grab it every single day for work? 
like that could have been something that would annoy me you know what i mean if i just didn't understand like why can't this girl just fucking move her bag (laughs) but because it makes sense why it's there and you just like tell me and why i'm just like okay sure i don't really give a fuck and if something's pissing me off if i don't like that she leaves water splashes on the counter all the time she doesn't (laughs) then i will let (laughs) her know like bitch can you wipe down the counter like you're leaving soap spots i will tell her i'm not scared to tell her these things because at the end of the day i can't sit there in silence and let myself boil up like a kettle and get mad at something she doesn't know she's doing wrong like i need to tell her if she's doing something and if we if she doesn't agree we'll talk about it and if she does she'll fix it exactly Simple. like you just gotta communicate and the biggest thing too is Having respect for one another. Yeah. This comes hand in hand with communication because, again, I can't respect you or give you respect if you're not telling me the things that make you feel uncomfortable or things that you want to see me improve in or Mm -hmm. expectations of myself. And I think overall, respect and communications are two things that always tie hand in hand. Yep. Because without strong communication, there is zero respect. And without respect, there's, there's no strong zero communication. communication. Mm-hmm. What? Preach. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So respect, communication, again, this is key to anything. To a stable relationship, to a stable roommate living experience. It's just important in life. It's, it's important, very important in having a good job too. You can't be a good boss if you don't communicate. Anything you do in life, you're going to need those things. So start putting them into practice and everything will work out. So that wraps up all the advice that we have on moving out and roommate situations. Again, we're going to put this on our Instagram. So keep an eye on that. But we also wanted to share some stuff that we got on our Instagram this week. We put some stuff on our stories and we got some responses that we just wanted to talk about that had to do with one of our episodes like two weeks back yes so last week no two weeks so the first story that we posted we were talking about what would you do if you walked in on your partner cheating because we that's something we talked about like two weeks ago so here are some of the (laughs) responses so i'll I'll read then you read i guess okay okay so in the situation this is like if you physically walk in and see your partner cheating okay um and this person commented i would kick him in the balls then break up with him (laughs) ow that sounds painful. That sounds really fucking painful. I don't think I could do that. I don't think so either. I think I'd be embarrassed of myself. Nothing wrong with her doing it. It, it just sounds a little bit too petty. Like, yeah, like I just, just like imagine <laughs> just doing that in front of a fucking girl. Right? What oh the fuck? Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, it'd be interesting to see him suffer a little bit, but <laughs> I still think it's a little bit petty. Mm-hmm. And it's not something you'd think of to do at that moment. Kick him in the balls. I'd rather slap him in the face. Right? That'd be kind of nice. Um, the other one. <laughs> So another response that we got was, I'll confront them calmly because I don't fight. I try and talk it out. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work, they can pack and go. Amen, what she, sister. What does she mean by if it doesn't work? Does she mean like the relationship or if they don't respond well to the calmness? I think if they don't, res- like, okay. if, yeah, if they're yeah, not yeah. calm with it and they act out. That's a good way of handling it. That's, yeah. That's, 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 that's something the way I would, do. I would handle mm-hmm. it. I'd be like, listen, you're a fucking piece of shit. Get the fuck out of my house. Somebody said, kick that ass, both of them, JK. Be an Aquarius and dip. They will never see or hear from me again. How funny is that? She said, dip. They'll never see or hear from me again. That's exactly what I said Yeah, you said ghost She's them. an Aquarius too. Ghost oh them. Goodness. That's the way to do it. Make them sweat. Make them wonder. Another response was, I'm not sure. I usually black out when I'm triggered to that extreme. So I hope no one dies. I could see that. I black out Damn. when I'm not too. I yeah. completely black out. I'm not going to lie, I can see that happening too because I think that would be one thing that would really boil my blood 
would really cause me to just lose it. My heart would be racing. I would I would be like shaking. Like what? Like what do you even? Ah! Right. I don't want to think about it. That's crazy. <laughs> um, the next one is my cousin and Brenda's sister. She said, "Boy, bye." <laughs> but like, would she say? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Anyways, so another response was knife emojis and then lol jokes i would probably leave but make it known i saw yes i agree for sure you'd want to freaking kill the living shit out of him chop his head off and serve it to the girl but at the same time you know you just don't want to be that crazy bitch so you want to make sure you've you've made it known that you saw but ah, it's just crazy it's just crazy thinking about it yeah like i just get like oh goosebumps thinking about it oh we get so mad um, the next one just says cry, <laughs> which I would do that too. Yeah, for sure. 100%. I feel like I'd cry though after the action after. when I'm like alone. And I think I'm like, like it I would can't. take me two days. Nah, I'd cry the day of, but I wouldn't let them see me cry. No, you're right. It wouldn't take me two days. I'm too much of a baby. What am I saying? It would take me like I need to be home in my room, sit on my bed, look at the ceiling and be like, holy fuck, that just happened. And then bawl my eyes out. Right. Oh, that'd be horrible. You need to let it out sometimes. You need Mm -hmm. to let it out so that you can process it and grow. Mm -hmm. But yeah, guys, if you want to engage with our stories, we do polls weekly and we also like get you guys to share your input and stuff like that on our stories. So make sure to follow us on our Instagram. Yes. We get ideas of what we want to record on there. We like hearing what you guys have to say, like the feedback about our episodes and cute things that you like we didn't know. Like, again, today we had people posting about how we were on their top podcast yeah. listens from Spotify. One girl listened for nine episodes in one day. Shout out to Victoria Osk. Nine episodes. That's like nine hours of her life in one day dedicated to us. I was like, what the fuck? We feel the love and support. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear that. But just make sure to check us out on our Instagram. Yes. Check us out on our Instagram. It's Let's Get Real the Podcast. Our YouTube channel, which we're working on posting again, <laughs> is youtube.com slash let's get real podcast. We are definitely more aware and more engaged in our Instagram mm-hmm. um, just because it's quicker for us to, you know, talk to you guys, get feedback and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely do need to work on our YouTube and we will make sure that we're making little videos for you guys. Maybe we'll do something Christmas related yeah, soon so that you guys can. That have something fun to watch maybe we could do like drunk cookie decorating or something like that that'd be fun we should do like a like a gingerbread gingerbread house yeah drunk yeah that sounds drunk because it's like it's way harder yeah let's do something (laughs) fun but yeah so just stay tuned subscribe follow all that stuff but i hope you had fun listening to this episode and i hope it really helped you guys and really put moving out in a different perspective because i know sometimes when we think about moving out we don't think about all the main things and the important things that Mm -hmm. come with moving out it's true so if we helped you let us know but with that being said thank you guys so much for listening we'll be back next monday bye bye